I didn't realize it wasn't going to be picked up because I have my audio filters on. This probably sounds horrible. I'm going to stop playing that. I'll fix that and we'll keep going. How are you doing? Oh, I'm just disappointed that the music isn't going to be played. Oh, no, it will play. It'll just be like half cutting in and cutting <coughs> out. Mm, it will sound excellent and... <laughs> yeah, uh, the e excellence one way to put it, that's for sure. How you no, been, man? Tea. Ah, yes, uh, tea. Most important part. This is Southern. Actually, I don't Southern know if I had Sunrise. this cover. What was that one? T2 what? Southern. It's T2 Southern Sunrise. Mmm. I've got this new cup. It says tea. TT, and it looks disgusting. Uh, maybe I haven't seen that. <laughs> uh, I don't know when I got it. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember why I have it either. I know my mum gave it to me. I don't remember what she gave it to me for, though. Actually, no, I think mm. I got it on Christmas. So maybe you have... See... Wait. No. Did we do an episode after Christmas? I think so. I'm pretty sure... Wait, I'll double check. Yeah, 49 was in February. Okay, maybe he did see it. Rocking the lemon and ginger. Yes, yes, I do like this one. I've been drinking a lot of it. It's really good. Uh, let's see. I've got I've got some random topics on here, but I don't know particularly where to go today. What have you been uh, doing with yourself? Me. Uh, just been working on my book. Oh yeah. Um, five chap or oh, almost five chapters of that, which and they're like proper full length chapters which is mm. cool so that's like almost 100 pages of like an actual book so I, um, I don't remember what you were writing about i know you mentioned this last time you were on uh it's basically just like taking all my uh yeah <laughs> um all my like uh drug experiences you know I, i've never done a drug myself of no, course yeah, definitely not never uh, but just taking all of those and kind of, like, stringing them together into a coherent story. Mm. Uh, well, taking all the good ones, at least. There's definitely some fucking boring ones. It's, this, it's the highlights. Yeah, you, you, you keep the bad ones, you keep the good ones, and leave everything in the middle out of it. Exactly. You don't want no mundane, boring piece of shit. Oh, I smoked, I smoked the devil's lettuce, and I had a comfortable night like that's boring <laughs> i ate food and then watched some stuff and then fell asleep oh now you need to get super paranoid think like the entire universe is collapsing in around you and that's a good night i mean but not that i've done anything illicit before i cannot yeah of course you can't you can't say that you have because that's that's illegal that is illegal for now uh, I kind of wonder how long it will take for recreation to hit Australia. Mm, I feel like it's going to be a little while still. Mm. I know what Victoria has medical, doesn't it? Or oh, there was talks no of bringing idea. in medical? I just, uh, I just need to wait for like all the, the boomers to die off. Cause like mm. until then it's probably not going to happen. I kind of don't want Zoomers running the government, though. That would be... Yeah, I don't want that, that either. <laughs> imagine a bunch of people like, like us playing um, Fortnite and running the government. 
Um, what I was going to say is that I remember, like, a couple of years ago, SA tried to, like, increase the restrictions mm. uh, and, like, make it super illegal to, like, even own, like, a little personal amount. But I don't think that got through because everyone was like, no, this is just so backwards and dumb. Now, I love the other uh, general idea people have. Um, if, if you get caught with it, it's a problem. But if, if you just don't get caught... Like, if you, if you don't have it anymore, by the time they catch you, it's fine. So, if they're about to catch you, just fucking ingest whatever you can. Yeah. <laughs> Which I don't think is how the law works, but that's the idea that I've definitely heard from people. So, officer, it's not on my person, it's in my person. It doesn't count. Look, I don't have a kilo of cannabis. I already smoked it. <laughs> Um, but other than doing the book, I, uh, I recorded a new video last week and Mm -hmm. I've been putting that together. So I just got to do the music for it and then I'll actually have a video up on the channel for like the first time in like three or four months. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I think it actually is three months. Was the last, I think the last one might've been like a Christmas video actually. Yeah. I think I uploaded it uh, like a little bit before Christmas Mm because it was me setting up a tree. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was that one, wasn't it? Yeah, putting just the most random shit you could possibly find on it. Mm. But I'm pretty happy with uh, how the new video is looking. It's mm-hmm. um, similar to, I don't know if you watched it or remembered, but the one uh, where we, me and Alfie go into a storm drain and find all the yabbies. Yep, I think I so recall that one. Yeah, it's kind of like mm-hmm. that one because mm-hmm. it's just uh, us exploring like this uh, abandoned... I th- we think it's an auto shop, like mm-hmm. like a mechanic, because um, there's just like walls with um, kind of like nails and stuff where you'd put tools and shit. Mm. And then there's also like um, a little thingo in one of the floors mm. where you can like crawl, <laughs> like a, a little a little passageway where you ah, could yeah, crawl yeah. down into it and then like look up and you'd be working under the car, I guess, because mm. it seems. The the factory place itself seems ancient, but like also kind of modern. I think. Um, you just broke into it, Holden's. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like it hasn't been properly used since like two thousands. I I would say. Mm. But like, I think it's just used uh, very occasionally as store as storage because like we found like a bunch of like brand new. Um, boxed up fridges and stuff and it's like there's no way that they are from that time ago because um everything else is super dusty but there's like these specific things that don't have as much dust on them so someone must still own it they just like haven't done anything with it Mm -hmm. i will have to check that video out when it comes out yeah i'm pretty i'm pretty excited for it that's good, because it's, it's been a while since you've made something. I wasn't sure what you were going to do with that channel, whether you are just going to like leave it, or... No, nah, I, st- I still want to work on it, because I still want to complete the, the overall story that I have to tell for it, but mm-hmm. I just... Uh, I don't know, it's kind of motivation, but also, like... Uh, there was a point before... I think... Uh, I'll just go on my channel. <laughs> I... But, like, there was a point where I was trying to make videos and just, like, everything would go wrong. Like, I mm. wouldn't be able to schedule anyone together. I couldn't... 
I remember for the hummus video, mm -hmm. the framing was all fucked up and like I somehow salvaged that, but then trying to transfer all the stuff over onto my computer errored a bunch. And then oh. when I tried to convert the files, it also errored a bunch. And then like everything that could possibly go wrong went wrong. And then I think, so that happened. And then I kind of got a little bit disillusioned and then, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I still made a couple of videos after that that I'm like proud of and stuff, but I think I just needed a little bit of a break, which yeah, I, yeah. I don't really mind because uh, I think I've told you, but I've never really wanted to do the channel for like monetary purposes. It's just like a cool art project pretty mm -hmm. much. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Well, if you wanted to monetize it, you would uh, push out the videos a bit more often than once every three months. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, but um, it is good that you're still you still like it. It's just that you've got other things that are taking your time, and you want to take a break. But I get that. That makes sense. Yeah, uh, especially because like, um, you know, making a video is just uh, is a lot of components that you have to do, and like mm -hmm. especially for ones that aren't just like off the cuff so like all the the ones about like the sloths and stuff they require like a lot of planning and mm -hmm. like the actual filming of it i remember there's like one video ah! there's one video where i like refilmed everything like three times because oh, i wasn't God. happy with it and so uh in comparison just like working on the book is a lot more chill because like i i can do like a couple paragraphs or a page or two without really having to think about it because I've done all the planning mm. for it beforehand and now I'm just kind of drawing from my memories and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, it's just flows a lot easier. And also something um, good about working on that is like, I have the end goal of like actually getting it published. So that's kind of like a, a goal to strive towards and like for the channel, I mean, I have the goal of finishing the story, but that's, right. uh, uh, that goal is a lot more abstract than finishing a book. <laughs> mm -hmm. So with the, the book, do you like set yourself a amount you want to write every so often or do you just like sort of wing it as you're going? Uh, I kind of just go with how I'm feeling. Cause mm -hmm. like, I, I, f I think if I set specific deadlines and like, specific times that I wanted to work on it, I think that would really kill my want to right. do it because I kind of only write stuff for it when I'm feeling in the mood. Because, mm -hmm. I, I mean, I think you also just, like, if you force yourself to do something that's, like, super creative like that, if, you, if you're forcing yourself to do it, I feel like it, it um, suffers a little bit because... Mm -hmm. Like, think about doing, like, an assignment or something and you've, like, <clears throat> left it until the last minute and then you have to force yourself to do it. It's going to be... I mean, it's not really exactly the same thing, but yeah. I think you understand what I, I mean. I get like, what you're getting at with that. Yeah, just... I, I try not to make myself do it. I want to... I, I want to do it, like... Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I know that if I if I do something like that, I'll just never get anything done. So I sort of have to put myself in a position where I am forcing myself to do it like with the videos for example if i just say oh it i will only make the videos if i want to do it I, I i wouldn't be making as many as i do like i kind of say okay you're gonna make this today whether you like it or not start doing it and then 
it's probably going to pick up from there. Yeah. Mm. So how long do like... you? Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, like, it's probably also a little bit easier for you because you've kind of like gotten yourself into the routine of yeah. like your whole process, whereas mm. I'm like a, a lot more chaotic about it. Uh, yeah, I I tr- I have to have that process there because I am very chaotic, and if I don't, then yeah. I, I cannot guarantee anything's actually going to get done when I want it to get done. Yeah. So, how long are you actually um, planning to make the book? Uh, so, I want to have 21 chapters. Mm-hmm. Um, I've picked out all the specific experiences that um, I want to have as each chapter because, um, yeah, each chapter is centered around. Um, one of the experiences, whether it be like from weed or alcohol or something else. Um, and so, yeah, I picked out my 21 favorite things because um, 21's my favorite number. Um, right. And I've kind of like um, incorporated that through some of the other stuff in the book. So it's mm-hmm. kind of like just a consistent, like, I don't know if it's called a motif or, like, just... Because it's not a theme. I think it, it's just a certain thing that, like, is reoccurring because it's right, kind of right. cool. Um, and I felt like that's a good number because I was looking up... Um, I, I've based my kind of structure of the book from the Harry Potter books because, like, mm-hmm. that was what I most recently read. And I really liked the chapter lengths and, like, um, just, like, the length of... I really like the length of the third book, which mm-hmm. is probably going to be around how big mine is, mm-hmm. which is like 300 and a bit pages. I, yeah. Um, so that's roughly how big I think it's going to end up being. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. God, that sounds like a, that sounds like a project. It definitely is a project, but, uh, I've been surprised. I th- I think because of the way I've been approaching it, mm-hmm. I have still I, I still have like the same amount of motivation. I have like a quarter way in as yeah. I did at the start. I think yeah, because I have just been doing it when I've felt the urge to instead of yeah just forcing myself to, which mm-hmm. is a trap I fell into when I was making videos more consistently. Like I was like oh, I need to have a video out like this week or every fortnight and i think that's when my uh less than optimal videos came out Mm -hmm. i don't know if we got into it last time but why did you actually uh, we probably did but why did you actually want to make the book um it's just it's something that i've wanted to do for the longest time because I would always keep notes and stuff of all these experiences that I would have and like I originally wanted to do it as like a comic booky thing mm-hmm. I guess but I mean I I tried doing that and I got like three or four pages in of just sketches and I'm like no this is actually fucked <laughs> like I, I have a lot of respect for people like who actually whole... draw comics and manga for like a full time job because that's a lot of fucking work. Yeah, it's insane. Like, <laughs> so yeah, but I still really wanted to like do something because like with all of these notes that I have from like every experience, I'm like, this is like a lot of <clears throat> untapped potential, I guess. <laughs> and like, um, 
yeah, I really wanted to put it into something else. Like, well, I, I started getting into reading a lot because I did all the, the Harry Potter books and then um, I've been reading some other stuff that I got and I, I just thought it'd be a good way to convert it into, yeah, that kind of format instead. Mm. And there's also a, a lot more freedom, I guess, because I would be limited by what I could draw properly. And right. I feel like I would obsess over something if I didn't draw it prop like completely right. Um, but like, you know, with a, with a book, you're not really limited to much. Well, if you want to keep the, um, the drawing idea there, what you could do is just instead of having like really boring chapter markers, you could have some image that represents the following chapter. Yeah. That's something I really considered. Cause, um, I got, the book that Coraline is based off of, doing mm -hmm. that movie. Um, I haven't read it yet, but when I flick through it, it has a picture at the end of every chapter of like one of the really important things from yeah, that yeah. chapter. I was thinking uh, once I finish it, if I feel like doing that, I think that's what I'd do to like um, mm. kind of got a compromise. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've got a bunch of books on my shelf that do basically the same thing. I think there are, they're definitely a good addition, especially when it is something like that, where it's sort of like to encompass what the entire chapter is supposed to be representing. But uh, then you're going to have to, if you do want to do that, you have to like worry about exactly how you want to represent the chapter. Yeah. I guess that's um, why it would probably be better to like, also just put it at the end of the chapter instead right. of the front because like that way you're not setting up uh like expectations for the mm. chapter or anything and so okay. like the the reader kind of like has gone through it and they kind of get their impression of what it is and then you know there's also this cool picture that uh kind of like illustrates something from it mm. i have no idea what oh there it is doing it again what the fuck is going with your lighting it's blindingly have... bright and then it's off I, again. I have um, the windows open, so it's probably just, like, clouds moving over. Ah, that explains it, yeah. If it's too distracting, oh, I can no, close it and turn the light on. No, no, it's all good, man. I was just confused what was happening. Yeah. Um, let's see. God, what, do, what do we have on this list of topics? Uh, did you hear... I've got some gaming topics on here if you want to talk about those. Sure. Ken Lee uh, is going to be thrilled. I don't know if he's still... I haven't spoken to him in a while. I, I presume he still watches the podcast. Yeah, I, I, I think he only watches, like, ones that seem interesting and the mm. ones that I'm on, so... Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, actually, no, I've got, I've got another one here about, uh, about Netflix. So Netflix is trying to, like, crack down on um, people doing password sharing. Okay. I'll send you a link to it. Uh, if you oh, bottom left hand corner of the chat window. Uh, ooh, sounds weird. Maybe send. It, can you send it to me on Discord so I, I can just open I can it up that, on my yeah. computer? Uh, I don't have Discord open. Wait. Oh, there we go. And that breaks everything. Damn, I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> uh, okay. We we not broken? No, nope, we're, we're shit. No. That was not a good idea. <laughs> I'll fix that. Uh, properties. Uh, Jitsi. Yes, that one. Yep. Okay, cool. I think we're good now. Yeah, we're good now. All right. 
Oops. Well, that's fine. The audio listeners won't get to deal with that. They'll just deal with me being confused. Alright. <laughs> Sharing your mates account. Yeah, this is from uh, abc.net.au. So expect expect garbage. Uh, <laughs> I love the ABC. So basically what's happening is Netflix is testing like on some accounts... They're going to have a message there that says, if you don't live with the owner of this account, you need uh, your own account to keep watching. Which I feel like is going gonna, is gonna to break in a lot of cases. Like, say, for example, you log into Netflix from a hotel. Yeah, that's like, that was my first thought. Just like, you know, if you are elsewhere and it's just like, well, I guess it depends on like if it's based on like IP or whatever. Basically, what what's going to happen if that message shows up is you'll be sent a verification code. That's that's actually how I think that's their main thing about getting getting this to actually stop. So if you don't actually own the account, then uh, basically the owner of the account will have a verification code sent to their email, uh, which will make it a, much harder to actually use it. If say you're like sharing it with I don't know a friend or something like that. Yeah, I mean like that's uh, an alright way to do it i guess if it's not like uh, i mean it would be really shitty if it happened every time you like turned your netflix on in somewhere else like say you have like a family member that Mm. lives in a different house and you just want to share that because like you know you're a fucking family member no you have to buy the family account you were not allowed to use a solo account oh You go over over to your girlfriend's place, you're like, hey, let's watch something on Netflix. Oh, wait, sorry, I have to get my verification code first. (laughs) Actual cock-blocked by the verification code. (laughs) Cock-blocked by uh, Big Tech. Big flicks. (laughs) But it it seems... The reason why they say they're doing it, basically, is because uh, there's a bunch of other companies there, like Stan, Disney+, Plus, Binge, uh, Kyo, Amazon Prime... And it's hard to, like, get new users on their platform, so they're making their platform worse to bring new users on, I guess. <laughs> that's that's their logic. I don't know what, like... I, I guess to entice people to come to your platform, I guess you just need to have, like, shows that, uh, like, the other ones don't have. Mm-hmm. But I don't really know anything about, like, the deals and shit that they do to get shows on their services. I guess it would be easier for, like, Disney Plus probably has, like, the best, um, I can't think of the word. They, but they'd be, like, the best off in terms of that because they own, like, Mm -hmm. pretty much everything that they put on there. Only recently they started putting other stuff on, but I think they also own that. It's just not uh, under, like, the Disney brand, I guess. Well, that's the same position that HBO is in. Yeah. Um, this, this picture right here basically <coughs> sums up everything. Uh, here you go. Oh, excellent 4chan picture. <laughs> yep. Uh, so, for any of the audio listeners, uh, 80s, 90s, 2000s, everyone is forced to pay for media. Sometime around 2007, the year's a bit off, I would say it's more like 2002, uh, the internet becomes good enough for piracy to be widely practiced. Piracy becomes popular enough for it to be a real problem for megacorps who want to keep all their money. Suddenly, Netflix. Piracy falls out of vogue hard because there's 
Uh, basically, no reason to pirate anything anymore. Streaming really, uh, streaming really is just that cheap and convenient. Netflix gets greedy. They want to pivot into being a production company. Uh, production companies are threatened by this. They start to pull their shit from Netflix. Won't let Netflix host their shit at any price. Seeing the amount of money Netflix uh, made doing streaming... Uh, these companies decide to independently set up their own streaming services, basically how we got Disney+. Plus. The average person doesn't have the money to subscribe to all of them. Some of these companies aren't even selling their films and television shows anymore. It's all just streaming. People go back to piracy en masse. Question, question, question. Profit. All hail the internet. Get fucked streaming industry. Pretty much sums up the situation that's happening now. Yeah, I, I feel. Like, are the... Uh, sorry, what were you saying? Uh, I was just gonna say, like, um, I, I, like, I understand from a certain perspective why streaming services wouldn't want to sell like physical copies or like mm. uh, like digital versions anymore. But oh, that, yeah, like, I can get that. Like, yeah. I understand that because it it means that people have to come to your service for that. But also, it's just kind of counterintuitive because. If you do sell those things, you're still going to be making, like, additional profit off of that because the people that, like, think of the main customer base mm. for people buying that stuff. It's not going to be random people. It's going to be people already subscribed to your service and they're mm. going to want the physical versions as well. I just, I don't know. It, it's, it just seems off to me because I'd love to to own, I, I'm a big consumer brain right here, but I'd love to own some, like, of my favorite Netflix shows and stuff on mm. disc for when, like... I don't have access to internet and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, but going back a bit up through that with the uh, Netflix becoming a production company and then everyone being like, nah, we're just going to do our own thing. That's pretty much like what's happening right now. Like early on, Netflix was picking up basically everything. There was really no issues. They had basically whatever you wanted to watch, unless you're in Australia, in which case they didn't have anything. Uh <laughs> But I mean, Australia. I remember when like Australian Netflix came, and that was like the meme that they had nothing. But like, they they did have some like legitimately good stuff because that was also when Netflix originals were like every original was like a fucking banger. So mm. like, I, I don't know. <laughs> I guess it's the jokes. It's the same thing with how like uh, TV has nothing on it. Like it has stuff on it. It's just you want to watch a specific show. And that specific show probably isn't going to be there. Yeah. I mean, like, but also TV is, like, a lot dodgier. <laughs> well, yeah, you sort of have to deal with the, the time constraints and stuff that exists around that. Yeah. But, oh, and it's not, it's not like a free-to-wear TV here is any good anyway. Um, yeah, there's, like, like, a handful of good shows and, like... The cooking shows, if you're into that. <laughs> you mean you don't like uh, Holy Moly? Oh, no, please, no. <laughs> oh, we need to enlighten the non-Australians on what Holy Moly is. I haven't even watched any of it. I just saw the advertisements for it on, like, buses and shit. I'm like, this looks awful. This is such, like, Gen X bait. Just, like... <laughs> we could probably do an entire podcast just talking about bad Australian free-to-air TV. Uh, Just Australian media in general. <laughs> okay, so basically, holy moly. Oh my god, it's getting a second season. Why? Okay, holy moly. Basically, imagine 
imagine Wipeout and mer make it bad and merge it with Mini Golf. And that's what this is. I don't know mm. why. Just 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 do more wipeout. <laughs> that's yeah. entertaining enough. <laughs> yeah, man, wipeout. Uh wipeout Australia. Not not the best version of wipeout, but it's wipeout still. Uh Oh, what other garbage has there been? Wasn't there one what was like all of the all of the channels are sort of like rolling out this garbage right now. We're just like, I don't understand. Oh, I, okay, no, I understand why they're doing it because they don't have any viewers and they don't know how to attract young people. So, like, okay, what are young people like? They like people hurting themselves. Okay, <laughs> let's do that. They like dumb things. Y yeah, that attract the kids, even though they, they don't really care. They'll just watch better stuff online. Yeah, that's like. I don't really know how you attract that kind of like from like toddler to uh, like adult I guess like mm. that whole demographic is just like they're not watching actual TV anymore like the TV that they would have in their rooms would be a smart one that's just hooked up to the internet I seriously mm. doubt that they would even have like a coaxial cable plugged in I think the only TV that I would even consider watching, like, there's occasionally something on, like, uh, Freeview. Like, is that, is that the streaming thing? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so there's occasional things that show up on there. I, I won't watch it when it actually comes out on TV, but I will watch it on there. That's, that's... I guess that's one way, but usually it is... Usually the show either exists somewhere else or the shows on there just are not great. Yeah. I mean, like, there's also ABC iView, which is good, because mm. that's, like, a completely free streaming service of, like, all of ABC's stuff from TV, and, like, usually that's where you find, like, actual good shows, so mm. that's that's also a good option. But, again, I don't think, for the majority of, like, people around our age group, I don't think the stuff on iView is really targeted to them, I guess. Mm -hmm. I've never even looked at iView. Um, it, yeah, it's got some good stuff. It's, mo it's mostly kind of like... Like, fucking grand designs and, like, cooking shows and stuff uh, like that. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, comedy Gold. Okay, what do we have under the Comedy Gold section? Let's find out. We have why you like this aftertaste staged hard quiz. Oh god, you've you're still on TV apparently. Okay, yeah, this is just boring Australian TV. <laughs> I have no interest in watching like TV comedy. Uh, just yeah. Uh... Australian, like, um, video media is, like, very <laughs> hit or miss. Unless it's a current affair. That's fun. <laughs> a current affair is, just, like, even if you're making fun of it, it's still painful to watch. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know the last time you've, like, actually watched the news, but, like, it is a struggle to get through. Mm-hmm. So... 
a current affair for anyone who isn't Australian. Basically, you know how the report reporters on uh, on like sixty minutes are really like in your face and really annoying. Take that, but make it about the most mundane shit possible. Like, I don't know, this dude here. The, there was one story I saw where uh, <laughs> this this dude painted half of uh, a car because the guy only paid for half, only paid half the money. That's so stupid. And, just like... and he was acting like this is such like a, a big problem for him that the, his, his car's only half painted. Had he ever considered just getting the other half the car painted? Such an outrage. And like uh, stuff just like, my neighbour is being loud. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, let's find some stuff on the Current Affair YouTube channel just see what they've got there. Because it's always just gold. Uh, let's see. No, I don't want to play it. No, we don't want... I wonder if journalism was, like, ever actually good or if it's always just been shit. <laughs> there was apparently a time when it was good. I don't have any proof of it, though. Just, uh, that conspiracy... I don't know if it's a conspiracy theory or just, like, a mm. kind of thought experiment thing, but it's just, like... Uh, what if you woke up this morning and like everything that has happened to you mm-hmm. in your life was just implanted in your brain and this is actually the first day you're alive? Mm-hmm. Just like cook shit like that. I think it's um, I, I think it might be uh, a symptom of schizophrenia. I'm not sure. Um, but like, yeah, those kinds of things. Uh, I forgot what I was going, I, what my point of this was, but I just thought of it. I thought I'd just chuck it out there. Yeah, I don't, I don't know where you're going with that. Oh no, I do remember. It's oh. um, so like that would mean that you know, technically everything you you can't know that anything that happened in history is like real or true. Mm-hmm. So it's just like. Maybe journalism was always just bullshit. <laughs> Maybe a current affair is your link to the real world. Oh my god. <laughs> That's the only way to get access. Bro, okay. we're in the Matrix and a current affair is the guy outside the Matrix trying to feed us the truth. Tracy Grimshaw is the only one who has the truth. Okay, so here we go. Uh, Supermarket claims they have the best servo coffee at $1. Uh, Now, that one's too serious. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Former former bikey trying to change the broken youth crime system. Okay, that's fine. Uh, A new age of criminal cryptocurrency investigation. Uh... Apparently, there was a priest who got fired for having a uh, <laughs> having a uh, a divorce. Oh my god, this is a good one. Preschool director call for nationwide drug testing. <laughs> I'm guessing they want to drug test the kids. Why not? Uh-huh. The preschool kids, of course. Mate, the preschool kids are like absolutely just. <laughs> They're all mad stoners. They're all dawn cones before they come into class. That's why they can't focus on anything and need ADHD medication. 
Now that's a theory I can get behind. Oh my lord. I would suggest just going and watching a current affair. It'll be a it'll be a great use of your time. I can guarantee it. Yeah. You'll find of out course. so much Definitely. about Australia. Totally. CBD oil now available without prescription. That's actually that's, good. Yeah, that's Well, that's it's always cool. available, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Whether you're allowed to own it or not. I don't know. Where would you even buy just CBD oil from? Like, I can't imagine, like, some drug dealer being like, you know, I've got CBD oil. CBD oil along with his uh, his his Panadol and other stuff that you just get your hands on pretty oils. easily. Got some, got some Panadol, got some Nurofen. What do you want from me? Well, aspirin. <laughs> I, I've even got some, uh, this is a secret, I've got some, got some nicotine patches. <laughs> oh. Got the hard I've stuff. Got... I've got uh, some uh, some hydrolytes in, in here. This is the really special stuff, okay? It gives you all the minerals that you need if you're feeling a bit lacking. <laughs> how about some how about some butter menthols? Yep, some butter menthols. I fucking hate butter menthols. I just like can't stand them. They're just like icky. <laughs> yeah, they're not great, are they? I'd much rather just have a strepsil because at least that's like yeah. Like, I know that's meant to taste like medicine, but bottom menthols try to, like, hide the fact that it's trying to <laughs> fix you up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're... They're in... I don't know how to describe the taste. Like, it's not butter. I don't it's know... It's not. It's just, like, this weird creamy thing, and then you get, like, this weird chemically taste, and it's just mm. like... Ugh. I Yeah, I, I don't understand. I've I've had plenty of them before. But I will avoid them if I can. I'd much rather just go to sleep for a couple more hours and see if that fixes it. <laughs> yeah. Or, again, just have a strepsil. <laughs> yeah, or have a strepsil. Yeah, it's, that's probably a better idea. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, here's, right, we'll go to that, that gaming article I mentioned. Did you hear what happened with... um? With Terraria on the uh, the Google Stadia, I did not. So basically, the uh, the developer initially got his uh, account banned. He never worked out why he got his account banned. Mm-hmm. Um, and when that happened, he was like, "Lol, uh, we're just not going to make Terraria for Stadia." Mm-hmm. And apparently, it's being made now. Interesting. I don't know why. Terraria is a fun game, though. That I haven't played it in quite a while. It is. It's an excellent game. I thought Stadia had already died. <laughs> I'm surprised it hasn't, to be honest. Google usually kills stuff quicker than this. I, yeah, I don't know. I, for me, at least, I know my internet and, like, like a lot of people's internet are, like, just not there for it. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of just like this redundant thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure how well it would work in Australia. I mean, like, me... I don't know. Just find out. Like, if you're using it at, 
at home on your home internet, it kind of defeats the purpose of it, does it? Doesn't it? Like, because you can just play those games on your computer or your mm. console. Well, if you don't have a good computer, I think that's the sort of people it's targeted towards. Okay, I guess so. Uh, okay, four months ago, it apparently wasn't available in Australia. I don't know if it is now. Uh, well, I think, like, you know, they, they rolled it out in the US. I think there was just, like, a lot of problems with it. So I'm guessing they wouldn't bring it here until that was ready. Well, it is, like, an online game streaming service, and they've all had problems consistently throughout their life. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't, I don't get the... Like... And, wouldn't no, Terraria's a weird one for Stadia as well, because it's not like you need a good computer to play that. Like, you can yeah. play it on, like, a phone, basically. Yeah, you can. It is on the App Store. Oh, it is? So, okay, well, yeah, yeah, you don't need... Why would you play it on Stadia, then? I don't understand. I don't know, because, like, isn't... Stadia is... You can use it as your phone attached to a controller, can't you? Isn't that, like... Something like that. I don't know. I, I think I'm a little bit um, ignorant on the subject to properly talk shit about it. <laughs> Yeah, I, I haven't paid too much attention to Stadia because, like... I, I haven't paid attention to, like, any gaming stuff since, like... I think I watched E3, like... It didn't happen last year, but I, th I, I think I watched it the year before, and I was like, this is... Just, I'm not excited about this shit anymore. It's just, like, all boring and, like, mm -hmm. the same shit. And it's like... Uh, if there's a game that I think I would like, I'll probably just find out about it through other means. Mm -hmm. Like, Yeah, I, I already have, like, a, a long enough library of things I want to play anyway. Uh, so more games doesn't... Like, it, it's cool, but, like, it's not super exciting. Like, in the past, when something new was announced, I'd be like, wow, that's awesome. Now, I'll, I'll, I'll probably buy it when it's on sale anyway. Yeah. Is why would you buy full price video games? That doesn't make any sense. Um, yeah, I've been playing Titanfall two. Oh um, yeah, I played it a lot on my PS four when it first came out, and uh, I remembered that it was a game that I really loved. I remember <laughs> so, it was a game. Yeah, I I bought it um, on Steam because I had like a hundred dollars in my Steam wallet. <laughs> So I'm like, I'm just going to buy this. And yeah, I've been playing that. And it's like just as good as I remember it being. It's like easily, uh, I, I think it's easily the best like FPS game. Hmm. Are just... there still people playing that now? Yeah, I was like, I, I looked into it a lot before I got it. Because I was like, I want to buy this and then there's going to be no one to play. But like, hmm. you can... Unless you're on, like, one of the really down-peak times, like, mm. you can get a game within, like, two or three minutes. Hmm. Okay. Which is, like, <laughs> just as good as something like Counter-Strike, and Counter-Strike has, like, one of the highest player bases on Steam, so... Mm -hmm. Hmm. That's cool. Um, I... Yeah, I'd, I'd never played the... Like, any of the... Oh, either of the Titanfall games. Um... Why did Titanfall 2 fail? Why did it fail? Titanfall 2 failed because EA... It didn't have much of a marketing budget. That's that's what people say here. Well, yeah, and also EA just, like, fucked it because it got released in between Battlefield and COD. Ah. So, like, 
you know, who's going to want to buy another FPS when they're already like, they're, they're the kind of, um, the kind of people that like, you know, you'd think would be into buying Titanfall as a game. Um, you know, they already had like, I don't remember what order, I don't remember if it was called and then Battlefield or the other way around, but like mm-hmm. they'd have one play that for like six months and then the next one would come out. And yeah, yeah. Yeah. You don't want to just, they, they chuck Titanfall 2 right in the middle of that. And it's like, well, the first one already kind of like had a somewhat bad reputation because it didn't have a single player campaign and everyone was like, oh, yeah. Do you remember that that thing? That didn't make any sense. Who plays the single player of a multiplayer shooter anyway? Well, that's exactly the point, but like everyone just had a fucking suck about it. Mm. But so, you know, in the second one, they fixed like literally every problem that anyone had. They did a campaign, they fixed all of like the balance issues or whatever. Mm. And like it to me, it's basically just like a perfect game. But yeah, the release date. The reputation, the marketing budget, uh, the marketing budget, it probably mm. all just like compounded and fucked the game, <laughs> which I is a shame because this... it's really amazing. Well, it, I'm looking at some reviews right now. Apparently, yeah, I, that's what people say. There's like a couple of one stars, but that's sort of expected. Most of them are five stars here. Um, and that's kind of weird though that EA would do that because they're the publishers of Battlefield. Like, I get. I get competing yeah. with Call of Duty. Like, you can do nothing to, to stop that. But why... Like, Battlefield releases every couple of years. Yeah, I really don't know what they were thinking. Hmm. There's prob- there must be an explanation about it that, like, just wasn't um, publicised, I guess. Yeah. That would make sense, but... I don't know. EA does EA things. <laughs> Yeah, but I guess the good thing is, like, if they ever make a third one, which I don't know how likely it is, but if they ever do, then that should do well, and EA would probably treat them right, just because, like, Apex has been such a hit, and it's made by the same people. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. Um, I didn't realise they were the same company, but, yeah, the the fact that games like Apex are doing well now, I think Titanfall would do better now. Yeah, well, like, Apex, I think it uh, it really benefited from when it was released and the way it was, like, it kind of just came out of nowhere and mm. it it came at, like, the perfect time when Battle Royales were, like, still popular but kind of, like, dying down mm. and people were kind of, like, sick of, sick of it, I guess. But, like, the way it came in was good because it... Um, the it's a lot i I think it's i don't like apex very much but i Mm. think it's a lot more interesting than most battle royales just because of like the movement and stuff yeah it looks like an interesting game when i I see people play it like if if i was going to play a battle royale it probably would be apex yeah tetris 99 99. (laughs) that's the best battle royale i i usually play single player games though so it's not exactly the game i would usually get into no, fair enough. Like, there's a few exceptions, but my my thing with single my thing with multiplayer games is I tend to get very very competitive, uh, and when I'm playing a game, I usually just want to do it to sort of relax. Yeah. But if that's the sort of thing you're into, then hey, that's cool. 
I guess um, I I just like Titanfall because it's just like even if you're doing bad, you still can have a lot of fun with it because the well for one just moving around the map is like insanely fun because it's Mm. just like so smooth and you can wall run everywhere and like basically anything that you see on the map you can climb up to Mm. like it it doesn't block you off or anything there's only like a few spots where it's like if you stay there too long um you have to go back to the main uh area but like yeah, because there's, like, AI enemies as well yeah, that you yeah. can, like, kill. And then there's the real players. And then, like, there's the big titans and stuff. And, like, just by doing any action without the match contributes to, like, you getting your titan, which mm-hmm. makes the game easier, I guess. Mm-hmm. And so, like, yeah, even if you're doing shit, you can still rebound back pretty easily. And, like, if you're doing really good, then you're like, oh, yeah, fuck yeah, let's, mm-hmm. let's keep going. <laughs> Yeah, that's one of the problems that you have with, um, especially the earlier Call of Duty games, back when kill streaks didn't, uh, or when kill streaks did reset when you died. Yeah. <clears throat> but like, so someone could get, like, as soon, <clears throat> say, like an MW two, as soon as someone started getting their kill streaks, basically they would just chain into more kill streaks, which sort of broke the game. Yeah, I, I like, I played. A bit of COD. I think we've talked about this, but yeah, I played a bit of COD, but I, c- comparatively, like, it doesn't even seem remotely interesting. Mm-hmm. But I think, I'm, I think I'm in the, the minority for that, because um, people don't like... I, I remember when Infinite Warfare came out, everyone was having a sook, like, we don't want roll one, a wall running and jetpacks. We want literally the same game as, like, mm-hmm. okay, you're smooth brain over here. I want literally the same game and now War, uh, Warzone does actually pretty well. Pretty well for a COD game. Yeah. Because that the yeah. franchise has sort of been like... It's been very much dwindling because it, it has been the same game. FIFA somehow still does well though. I don't understand the FIFA thing. but I think FIFA's core audience is just like, I want to play FIFA, I don't care if it's the same game. I, I think also it helps that there's not really a competitor to FIFA. Like, if you want to play a soccer game, you don't really have much choice. Yeah, pretty much. Like, like all a, of the sports games are owned by EA, and mm. I don't think I've seen another proper competitor to any of them. <laughs> like, there's been a couple of here and there titles, but nothing that's like, becomes an established franchise. I wonder if that's because, like, there's no point to trying. Or I wonder if, like, EA has, like, some special pattern on, like, um, game design of (laughs) soccer. I don't know. Well, there has been games like Pez in the past. Oh, yeah, I guess so. Tell me that's not actually published by EA. I don't think so. I'm not sure. Uh... Oh, apparently the series is still going. Yeah, the game came out last year. Maybe I just no, haven't heard of it for a while, just because like, I haven't really been tapped into that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, I, I don't care at all about the sports game scene. Um, anyone I know who plays sports games plays the EA sports games and complains about them constantly. 
but then keeps buying them for some reason. Yeah. I've got, I've got, you know, I've been playing FIFA ever since 07, you know, I've got FIFA 07, FIFA 08, FIFA 09, or FIFA 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, I even got FIFA 22 already, okay. You want to see my FIFA collection? Oh, but you have to keep buying the new one, because if you don't buy the new one, then you're not going to be able to play against people. Yeah, exactly. And then you have to rebuy all your all your characters and yay fun it's like yeah it's just like some big money scam that people just like haven't caught on to i guess like no, uh, people have caught on to at least like the u.s government has and they've been to, like they've been to court a couple of times and they just change how they describe the mechanics i think they're now like what do they call them um random game elements or no sorry surprise elements that's what they call them <laughs> So they kind of describe it like a Kinder Egg, and how uh-huh. Kinder Eggs have these surprise elements, therefore it's okay when we have it in our game. Yeah, but like if you buy a Kinder Egg, you still get the chocolate though. <laughs> Do you want the chocolate though? Kinder chocolate's pretty good. <laughs> I think you're the only one who's ever said that. Maybe not the Kinder Egg chocolates, but there's like, there's um, like. Kinder chocolate things that are like the size of Kit Kats mm-hmm. and they fucking taste amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know what I'm talking about. I don't remember what they're called, but they're really good. Mm. So I've got a, I've got a fun topic. I, don't, I doubt you've heard of this one. Um... 3D printed homes. Yeah, in Austin, they are selling 3D printed homes for $450,000 and apparently it takes <laughs> a week to, to print it. I love the dog in that it's, picture. Oh, yeah, the dog. <laughs> I didn't notice that before. Is that, like, going to be a stable home? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I don't particularly know what the deal with these ones are. Oh, they've got a video here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play the video without audio. Um, so, yeah, it's oh, okay. sort of like... It's sort of kind of like 3d printed with concrete sort of stuff i don't know exactly what it is but it looks it looks like concrete it's it's basically like you're building up a house with layers of concrete looks like pastry (laughs) i don't know how long these would be it looks like pastry i don't know how long these would survive for though that's that's a concern like do they smooth them out Maybe. I have maybe so they... many questions. <laughs> or maybe they put, like, layers on... Like, they just layer boards on them. So the outside's not 3D printed, but the, like, the structure is. Maybe. <clears throat> That's weird. It's kind of cool, though. Yeah. I wonder, like... I wouldn't pay $450,000 for it. Not 450000 yeah, US. That'd be, like... What, 600 probably? Yeah, if I was going to pay that much for a house, I'd want it to be actually built with, like, metal frames and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll let the rich people beta test it for me. <clears throat> <laughs> Apart- okay, according to the company, it says that it's more durable than traditional construction materials, but, like... Uh... <laughs> 
Are we comparing in that what to context? Wood? In yeah, what context? <laughs> like, of course, if you have like a wooden plank and you have like this concrete shit and you try and uh, pressure test it, of course the concrete's going to be better. But like in a whole house situation, like mm. it probably changes. Over time, this is going to end up being a probably a much cheaper way to build a house. I presume that's that's why they want to do it. You wouldn't want to do this just for the the speed improvement. You'd want to have some like considerable um, construction cost reduction. Yeah. Oh, Icon is working with NASA on research and development of space-based construction system with the ultimate goal of putting buildings on moon on the moon and Mars. I guess that is a good application for it because like. You could just kind of, like, set it and forget it. <laughs> that reminds me. Oh, my God. Thank you. Um, did you hear about NASA's cum rocket? No, I did not. <laughs> I didn't know about this until, like, this morning, but Critical did a video on this. I, I need to sh tell you about the cum rocket. Okay, here. Oh, that's excellent. Basically, um, NASA wants to create, I guess you call it like the, a Noah's Ark sort of thing. They want to, they want to shoot, I think it was, how many missiles was it? Was it 250? Um, yeah, two, they want to, they want to shoot 250 missiles, uh, full of, full of semen, to the moon, uh, basically, I guess to like start a, a new life or potentially like jumpstart new life on the moon. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what do you think about the the semen rockets? It's excellent. I, I don't know why the fuck you'd want to live on a moon though. <laughs> and they're going to be um, to make sure the the semen doesn't freeze. They're going to be heating it with the underground lava tubes. <laughs> I don't know, but maybe we can create Martians if they don't already exist. Something interesting about um, if you were born on the moon, mm. uh, you probably couldn't ever come back to Earth because, like, the gravity um, on the moon would affect how your like um, how you grow and stuff. Mm -hmm. And so, like, yeah, like, if you came to Earth, the gravity would just, like, snap you in half. <laughs> yeah, that's, I hear that's sort of concern with um, these, what are they, the general consumer uh, space missions, where as you come back from a long mission, um, your bone density, even from just being an adult and going into space, is going to be reduced. Yeah, people that go on the International Space Station, that's, like, they always have to do exercises and stuff to, like, stop their muscles and bones from um, atrophying. Mm -hmm. and, like, even then, when they come back, it's still, like, a really big shock because you've been in, like, um, you know, zero gravity, essentially, for, like, nine months, I think, is how long they stay in the space station. Oh, jeez. <clears throat> Yeah, it's quite a long time, and yeah, if if you were like just an average person that went up, and like, well, first of all, you have to deal with like, you know, the g forces of mm. leaving the planet, but also like, yeah, I think if you stay up for more than like a month or something, then 
those things begin to happen and like I don't know. There's probably like like obviously they would have thought about it, but I don't know how much mm. is like Yeah. Well apparently Tesla is uh is still or no, sorry, Tesla SpaceX is still working on their stuff. I don't know when that's actually gonna happen. Um but hey, that eventually I guess Tesla's gonna do that. But um, I was looking at... So I keep saying Tesla, SpaceX. It's all Elon Musk stuff. Um, so with the, the bone mass thing, according to Wikipedia, uh, every one month in space, you, learn, uh, you lose 1% of your bone mass. Yeah. So you have to be, like, benching 200 kilos to make sure you don't lose your mass. That's... Yeah, that's insane. I'll be back in uh, just a moment. I don't know if he's going to cut it or if I have to keep you entertained, but, um, uh, you know, what what can I talk about? Let's just see what I have on my desktop right now. I reckon I have um, all my computers being stored. I got my recycling bin. Uh, that's a handy one for everyone to have. Uh, I got OBS. Uh, I got Steam for some reason. I don't know why that shortcut's there. Got my Discord profile picture. Uh, got Minecraft. And I got my Minecraft server that doesn't <laughs> work, but it has a cool world on it. So I still have that just sitting there, you know. Got my resume. That's pretty groovy. Uh, th those are the, the cool things I have on my desktop. In my recycling bin, I got some, some pictures that I used to create some thumbnails for my videos. What else I got? I got some random pictures. I got some MP4s that have image names for some reason. Maybe I accidentally converted some pictures into MP4s. That's kind of stupid. Uh, yeah, most of my stuff in here is just for... Oh, and he's back. From outer space. What was this? I was just saying you're back. I don't know if you're going to cut that or not. I was just talking about what I have on my desktop. <laughs> oh, I might. If you, if you talk about stuff, though, I might not. I don't think it was very interesting, but you can decide. I will, yeah, I will decide. Uh, <laughs> uh, what's in your cup? Just water? Yeah, just water. Mm. I finished my tea. That's no fun. Uh, if it wasn't Sunday, I would have more drinks, but it... Are those alcoholic beverages? Yeah, this is from, uh, from last night's stream. Uh, what are they? Focus on the fucking thing. Stop focusing on my damn face! <laughs> my face isn't even on the... How are you doing this? I don't understand this camera. Stop it. <laughs> Alright, what is it? Just tell us. <laughs> it is a uh, Kuyomi highball. Which it, is what? <laughs> it is a... Uh, it's a, a shochu, which is like a Japanese whiskey. Uh, mixed with mandarin and grapefruit. Interesting. Tastes pretty good, actually. <clears throat> I 
been drinking pina coladas. <laughs> well, that's a choice. Yeah, I, I think they're very nice. Yeah, I'll agree. Um, and they're like super easy to make. It's just like Malibu mm-hmm. and and pineapple juice. So <laughs> I, I mean, I, and I, lemon I, juice, but you can't really taste it. So mm. I don't know. I've sort of fallen out of drinking like hard stuff. Like when I was when I was growing up and not allowed to drink, I was <laughs> I I was allowed to drink. The government didn't like it though. Um, I I'd be more than happy to like drink a lot of Jacks. But as I've gotten a bit older, now it's just like you know what I I like something that's what is this? Zero point eight standard drinks. That's lovely. Yeah, I haven't been properly drunk in like over a year i think because mm. i had like a traumatizing experience <laughs> that always makes it fun yeah i just like uh just the worst hangover ever i'm just like i really don't ever want to go through this again so mm. like ever since I've, I've made sure that like if i am gonna drink some stuff i don't go hard at all mm. i'll just like have like i think my upper limit that i've had is like three or four standard drinks total i'm like that's enough <laughs> yeah i think when was... it, it'd be even longer for me i think the last time i properly got drunk might have been like jai's yeah jai's 21st when was that whenever jai was 21 <laughs> I guess we'll never know then. I guess we'll never know. Like a year and a half ago? Maybe two mm. years ago? I don't know how old Jai is. I have no idea. <laughs> but I, d- I don't think I've probably got drunk since then. I'm like, I've, I usually, like, when I drink now, I'm like, I have one drink, I have one water, and I'm just balancing back and forth. I wake up, and I'm like, mm. I don't have any hangover whatsoever. That's the way to go. My sister is still very much in the the hard drink phase. No water, no food. You'll be good. She wakes up feeling shit every time. I'm like, I've told you this so many times. Just follow my advice. Nope. Doesn't do it. No, I just... uh, Just the the aftermath is not worth the... And I guess the the heights that you mm. can get to. <laughs> yeah, there's there's much more, or the much less destructive aftermaths than than alcohol for sure. Mm. I feel like the whole all of alcohol is just like this balancing game. Like you, if you do what you're doing, you're like balancing the drinks with with water, or if you like trying to just get tipsy then you have to like make sure you don't have too much or if you want to get buzzed you have to make sure you don't have too much so you get drunk and then like if you want to be drunk but not just fucked up then you and it's like always so hard to tell if you are like the further down that <laughs> hole yeah. that you go it's like no no i'll be fine i'm just having one more drink and then it just hits you and you're just like laying on the floor dying like got the spins going mm. and it's like I fucking I please make it stop and then you wake up and you feel like fucking a trash can yeah no 
I, oh, I don't really enjoy the like exp the like feeling of being super drunk either. Like if I'm out clubbing, that's different. Like, but I, d I haven't been clubbing in years. Clubbing is very overrated. Hmm. Uh, did I you think... hear um, how Reds is handling like their their people limits and when they first opened up, like what they were what they were doing to like not get completely like fucked by the restrictions? I think I heard of it, but I don't remember. Basically, they had turned themselves into a pub, so they still kept like the really loud music going, but you weren't allowed to dance um, unless you had a private booth, and you could dance in the private booth. Uh, but otherwise, you you could go to the, the bar, buy a drink, stand at the bar and have a drink, or go back to your table and drink it. That I don't sounds know, lovely. But the music was still, like, Red's music, so... And awful. Why would you do it? Why would you do that yourself? I think just the fact that, like, it, if, you, if you go to town and then you come home... Mm. The fact that your ears will be ringing is just a sign that it's not a good thing. <laughs> I kind of wonder what the... Um, I'm, I'm sure there's like a legal limit for how loud they can have the music. <clears throat> I mean, probably, but it's probably like super high. Well, yeah, you, like, it's got to be somewhere between sensible and jet engine. Because jet engine would like <laughs> blow your eardrums out. Yeah. Uh... South Australia, I wonder. South Australia. I guess something else as well, though, is like well, that doesn't take in con into consideration like everyone else that's talking, and like that's just more noise for you to mm. hear. Well, it's it's less talking and more like really loud yelling, unless you can lift. Yeah. Ah, uh, it's just all stuff about Corona. Lovely. Yeah, I don't care. That's not what I'm looking for. Okay, the, and here's noise restrictions for like general people. That's not what that's not what I'm looking for. Use of power toys, uh, pow, power toys, power tools is limited to between seven a.m. and six p.m. on weekdays. I did not know that. Huh. I didn't know that either. <laughs> seven a.m. seems too early. Yeah, a little bit. It's like, oh, finally, I can have a sleep in for like an extra hour, and then some fucking dickheads like jackhammer. Yeah, my my neighbors like to mow their lawns at seven in the morning, and mm. they're the kind of people who like their lawns to be basically the same height all the time. So if it's like grown a centimeter, time to cut it. That just reminds me of like, as soon as it hits Sunday uh, in my suburb. Everyone on the street already has their bins out. I'm like, half the time I forget to put mine out. <laughs> yeah, I, I forget what bins to put out. Usually I go by what my neighbours have done. Yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> it, like, you can find the information online, but the website is so awfully laid out that it's just like, I, I, I'm not dealing with it. I'll just let, I'll let the other people work it out for me. Just any government website be like... Mm. Oh, speaking of that, um, as of the 18th of March, I will have my full license. That's, that is exciting. And I, I, I got to spend $500 to get it for 10 years. That, what the fuck? That's so busted. <laughs> it's $50 a year, but still, like... 
I Why wanted fifty dollars a year. That's actually so stupid. <laughs> so I've got a new photo. I don't have the license yet, sadly, so I can't show you it. Um, but I I guaranteed it. No matter what face I was doing, it's gonna look so fucking bad. Because yeah. you can never have a good a good ID photo. I think um I get my full license next February. Oh nice. Which is cool. I just wish I, I did it earlier because mm-hmm. I mean like I I put it off because I didn't think I'd need to drive a car for the longest time, mm-hmm. but like I should have just done it anyway. I had the exact same mentality. Yeah. There was a while there when um <clears throat> My my mum was trying to push me to get my bike license. She was like, "Oh, it's, it'll be it'll be easier just to get that, and then you'll be able to drive straight away by yourself." And to be honest, it probably wouldn't have been a bad idea. Yeah, it it is a lot easier to get your motorcycle license. It's just like a two day course, and then you have it. I'm pretty sure, assuming yeah, you pass it, <laughs> which is kind of terrifying. Yeah, I. I don't like that. I don't think a lot of people should really be driving. <laughs> Well, I, I saw someone on his um, his L's uh, for a, for a bike license, um, and I guess he had he's not one of those people who's like ridden dirt bikes before, because if you've like rode dirt bikes out in the country, that's a bit different. Then you at least know how to use a bike. Um, this guy, I don't think had even used a motorbike before. He was like slowly riding along the footpath. Oh my god. <laughs> Something That's cool how little that... skill you need with a motorbike to get a, a bike <laughs> license. You don't even know, need to know how to even fucking be able to ride it. I was going to say something cooler <clears throat> is like, if you learn how to ride a bike properly, um, mm. those skills can like transfer into learning how to drive a manual, which is mm. cool. Um, I still don't know how to drive a manual. <laughs> It's made out to be so much more daunting than what it actually is. Mm-hmm. Like, once you kind of just get the hang of, like, knowing how to change gears, it's essentially just, like, you know, practice over time. Um, just, like, getting smoother and smoother at it. But, yeah. I, I don't know. Speed. <laughs> change gears. I think, um, yeah, I don't know why it's, like, made out to be so much harder than it is. I, I think it's just, like, some elitism, I guess, like, or oh, don't come join the fancy manual club. <laughs> Even though, you know, manuals are getting very much phased out. Yeah. And, but, like, well, once we transition more into electric vehicles, manuals won't exist because you there's no reason that a, a manual electric car would exist. <clears throat> I, I mean, yeah, that, that wouldn't, but I still think manual cars will be around for, like... Oh, yeah. A while still, just because, like, they're always a cheaper option for second-hand purposes. For sure, yeah, yeah. Some, like, um, car enthusiasts obviously like it a lot more. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, there's Um, always going to be those people. Like, there's still people who are driving around, like, 70s Camaros. Yeah, exactly. So, like, those people always exist. Whether they end up sticking around as, like, road vehicles, though, or they just stay as, like, track vehicles is another question, though. Yeah, I, I don't see why they wouldn't stay as road vehicles until, like, some policy comes through where it's like you have to have an electric car because you of, must like, emissions have an, and stuff. You must have a self-driving vehicle and you are not allowed to uh, manual drive. 
No, I remember when I was younger, I was like, like when I fucking hated the idea of driving, I was like, I just can't wait for everyone to have uh, automatic self-driving cars. And now I'm just like, no, 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 no. Yep. <laughs> there are channels on YouTube that you can look up called like self-driving fails. Hmm. No. Well, I, I remember uh, reading like the study and stuff and like mm. just the fact that like normal cars that are like have their electronics tied to like acceleration and braking mm. like <clears throat> uh, the study proves that you can hack into those and like control people's brakes and shit I'm just like if that can happen then I don't want a self-driving car <laughs> There was um one. There was a pretty funny post from Lewis Rossman on YouTube. So he was, he was going to, he he just got his license. He was like, I'm gonna go buy a Tesla because he he kind of like rags on Teslas how awful they are. Um, yeah. And in the in the test he had, uh, the Tesla detected the stop sign, and then just drove straight through it. <laughs> Like, it showed him oh, on the Lord. dash in the car, like, hey, there's a stop sign here. Did nothing about it, though. Uh, no, I don't like it. <laughs> this is, like, the area where my, like, boominess is going to come out. Like, I would... I think I prefer, like, some stupid person driving compared to, like, an automatic car. Until we get to, like, the point of Skynet, I, I don't want... I don't want AI driving cars. That sounds awful. Yeah. It's it's going to lead to problems, like, no matter what you do. I think that there's sort of two people in, like, the tech world. There's the people who absolutely adore it because it's, like, the advancement of technology. And then there's the, the realists out there, like us, where it's just like, no, this is going to kill people very quickly. I guess, like, also the problem is, like, the amount of lawsuits and stuff that would stem from that. Because, like, there's something that's inevitably going to go wrong. Like you can't have a perfect self-driving car. Like that is just living in a too idealistic world, I think. And so like eventually something's going to go wrong and just like, I wonder how many people are going to get fucked over. Cause they're going to be like, no, see, like we did the tests on the car, right? So like mm. legally we're protected and it's actually that person's fault for being, alive <laughs> no that so okay the, the way tesla's sort of getting around these these lawsuits because they are going to be lawsuits is they specifically say while you're using self-driving mode you must have your hands on the wheel at all times yeah that just defeats the purpose though like <laughs> it's kind of just redundant like because yeah if you are in a self-driving car it's gonna have to have uh um, like a manual override just because mm -hmm. like uh, your instincts are going to kick in if something like that happens and it's like well if you're already going to the effort then just drive the fucking car <laughs> there are like, uh, there are okay so the the way basically it checks is it checks for like hands like actually being on the wheel there have been people who've made these uh additions to the tesla which they can't advertise as being hands-free self-driving because tesla will like sue them into the ground but there are people who've actually made things you can attach to your steering wheel that will think there's hands on it and they'll like <laughs> go down the highway with just the self-driving mode on it's like nope not happening 
Like, literally asleep at the wheel, letting your car drive itself. No, I don't like it. That sounds like a quick way to die. Me okay, the only way that self-driving cars could function is if every single car is self-driving. Yeah, but that's not really going to happen. <laughs> yeah, I have heard people make the arguments that... Also the argument that... Um, I think by like 20, 2040, I think the number is, that 90% of the cars on the road will be electric cars. It's like, are you are you going to buy me a new car? Like... Yeah, that's exactly like, the problem. Is like you can't just give away cars for people to have. Like it's uh, and the second-hand market for electric cars is kind of difficult because of the battery um, reductions. Okay, so I wouldn't have even considered like, something like lithium that, batteries. So. Over time, they sort of they lose how much they can actually hold. Yeah, and yeah, the, the same holds true for your electric vehicle as well. I mean, like, it definitely, it's definitely going to happen at some point. I just mm -hmm. don't know the timeline of it. Yeah. I think 2040 is a bit too, uh, a bit too, what's the word? Um, optimistic? Optimistic, <laughs> yes, that one, thank you. Bit too optimistic. <clears throat> uh, but yeah, you're right, it will happen someday. Maybe like 2100 is a more realistic, <laughs> realistic number. Yeah, maybe. But, like, I, I mean, you also have to consider, like, how fast technology grows and stuff. But mm -hmm. know, at the same time, it, it, uh, yeah, this is really hard to know. Well, you sort of have to consider that most people are driving cars from at least, like, five plus years ago. Wait, what? Mo oh, most, oh, okay. No, yeah, no, no, no. Most yeah, people are driving you, cars sorry. from five plus years ago. So in, in 2040, people will be driving cars from at... At the earliest, obviously we'll have people who buy new cars, but most people will have cars from at, at the earliest, like, 2035. Yeah. My, my, my car is, like, almost 20 years old. <laughs> mine is from 2003, so I'm in the same boat. Yeah, mine's 2004. I'm, I'm getting, getting close to wanting to replace it because there's been... Uh, the issues are not getting better... My my uh, passenger side mirror is held on by duct tape now. Oh, excellent. Yeah, I, I kind of need to replace the vehicle. That would probably be a, a good idea. Don't know what I'll replace it with. No idea. I know mine's going to last for a while because um, I don't know if I've talked about it, but I got given it by my grandparents because mm. they didn't want to use it anymore and they were just uh... going to sell it and they're like, here you go. But it had like... When when they gave it to me, it had uh, twenty thousand kilometers on it, so it was oh, basically cool. just this brand new car from two thousand four, and it still it feels like it, it yeah it drives super good, <laughs> and so like if I take care of it, which mm -hmm. is not hard, it's gonna mm -hmm. last me like a very long time. <laughs> Fuck, that's a that's great. Um, yeah. My mum's kind of been looking for some uh, people up in the Riverland who have cars like that because like, she does uh, aged care. So there's yeah. going to be people who are like, oh, I have this car I bought in a new car in 2020 that has like 5,000 Ks on it because I just yeah. use it to drive from my house to Woolies 5 Ks down the road. Exactly. 
Fuck, that's lucky. Because my car, when like... I bought it, I think it had one... 130, I think? Now it's at 160. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh... Oh, here's, a, here's an odd-looking game. So... <laughs> This it's an old looking game. It actually is like it, it looks cool. Um, this is a game called Vintage Story. The uh, the article doesn't really show what the game looks like, but go to the uh, the humble store page. Is there a link on it? Should be a link down the bottom. Oh, they took down the, the humble store page link. Okay, go to the official site. Bot at. Yes. Why does this look like... The website looks very janky. <laughs> mm-hmm. Have a look at the game itself, though. Yeah, it definitely does look just like my a Minecraft mod. <laughs> Do you want to know the funny part? It actually did start as a Minecraft mod. That would not surprise me. So basically, um... They wanted to, I guess, expand out to do more that mine other than Minecraft's actually capable of. And now we have this thing. It actually does look kind of cool, though. I kind of want to play it. Yeah, I think it does, like, actually look cool. But it still just looks like Minecraft. <laughs> it does look like Minecraft. Uh, I... I, I initially thought it was just going to be like a clone of the Minecraft art style, but the fact that it started as the Minecraft mod does make a lot more sense. Yeah. I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll probably check it out. It's only 18 USD. Have you ever heard of Cube World? Ah, oh, yes. I love Cube World. I wonder how that's going. <laughs> I wonder. That's on Steam now? What the hell? Oh, so it's going then. Uh, Cube World on Steam. I guess it... Stop playing the audio. I literally muted the audio. I The audio is muted. Stop playing the damn audio. By the looks of it, it's still just like being it's... made by the dude. Just how slowly. Mm -hmm. It's apparently got mixed reviews. Yeah, it's it's just people complaining that like the dev is just taking a long time. Hmm. Yeah, that that's yep, that's exactly what it is. There's someone who gave it a positive review saying please come back, and there's negative reviews basically complaining about the exact same thing. Wait, why the, the thing hell is you... like the dude that was making it got. So pressured, like, because he was he was making it and like doing videos about like his game that he's making, mm. and he got so pressured to release it, and so like he did. I mean, probably also wanted to make like a bit of extra money, mm. and like you know he, he he's developing it at his own rate, and so like <laughs> people just got mad that. You know, they they knew they were buying this game that was gonna still take a long, long time. Mm -hmm. But uh... yeah, I, I I do feel bad for the dev because this looked like a really cool game when it was first announced. But it, yeah, 
I wish it. I wish he kind of just didn't announce it. Yeah, I mean, I when I played it, like I I bought it when it first got released, like mm-hmm. just on his website, and like it's even though it was really kind of bare bones, it was still super fun to just play yeah. with friends. So there's obviously like a great game there. It's just you know, I think people just need to calm the fuck down. <laughs> yeah, don't expect that to happen though. People, people do be being people. <laughs> That's the only way I can put it. Is people do be grumpy. <laughs> exactly. Oh lord. Um. I. I. I want to play it again at some point. But when it eventually comes out. Give it like another three or so years, and it'll be good. I reckon. Yes. Sorry, I'm just looking at his Twitter. Like, oh, just... are you? Okay. Like, he hasn't, you? he hasn't tweeted anything since 2019, but, like... Okay, to be honest, you could you could at least update your Twitter. Probably He's probably just depressed and doesn't want to, like, <laughs> post anything. Maybe the game has actually been abandoned now. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. Oh, his personal Twitter... Oh, so that's his, uh, his wife's Twitter account. His wife's Twitter account was last posted on five years ago. I wonder if she even works on the project anymore. Maybe. Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. Maybe that's why the development stopped. That's possible. Yeah, we'll probably hear about it again in like another two years. And then the same thing will happen again. Ah, oh, patch came out. Well, okay, gonna go, gonna go work on some other stuff for a while now. I, I get it. Game design is very hard, and making an indie game like this is going to take a really long time. Yeah. But I, I, I still wish that it was never actually released in the state it was, or if it was, just make it very clear that it was like very. Oh, I guess it was kind of clear that it was an alpha I when it first came out, wasn't it? Initially it was, but I can understand why some people might be mad about the Steam release, because that doesn't say that it's, like, an alpha or anything, so... Mm. That's fair. Yeah, I can see that being a problem. Hmm. I don't know. People being people. <laughs> people do be people, though. <laughs> Oh, another game that I have been looking at, one that is still very much an, uh, like a, a beta, but actually is really good in the state that it's currently in, is uh, Valheim. Have you heard much about that one? I don't think so. Uh, Valheim is basically like a... You're a, a Viking who has died, and you'll be sent to, like, Viking Heaven. I don't know what Viking Heaven's called, but... Um, I, I try, why is it... Okay. There we go. Paste the link. There you go. Um, the art style, it's very, very minimal art style. Like, it, it, the game kind of objectively looked kind of awful in places. But it's, I think the style works for it. <clears throat> so, a brutal exploration and survival game for 1 to 10 players set in a procedurally generated purgatory inspired by Viking culture. Battle, build, and conquer your way to a saga worthy of Odin's patronage. 
It is a really cool looking game. Cool. I'm just like, I'm always just wary of like, when I hear procedurally generated, unless it's like Minecraft. <laughs> mm -hmm. In this case though, it seems like it's done fairly well. And when you like start up the game, you pretty much start with nothing. But as it progresses, you like build up a town and uh, you can like get a boat and go to other islands in your world. And the world they have is quite large, but procedurally generated. Yeah, it um has its has its worries. Yeah. Seems like all these reviews seem like legitimately good. Like everyone's kind of played a shit ton of it. Mm hmm. Yeah, it's, it, cool. it's cool. I haven't played it just yet. Uh, I want to do it on stream. A lot of people are saying that it's it's a really good multiplayer game, but apparently the uh, the single player is still actually fairly fairly playable. It's just that mm. at a point when you're sort of like trying to get more resources, it's going to get a little bit grindy in places, which kind of makes sense. You got like. 10 different series going on on your gaming channel. <laughs> I know. I, I know. I, I sort of just play whatever I want to play. Surely you're going to be playing some... Wait, I saw this game. No, where is it? Mm. Surely you're just playing Honey Pop 2. Come on. Ah, <laughs> uh, that game's banned on Twitch, so... No. Wow. As Same with the first that's one. That's rude. I have played a little bit of the first Honey Pop game. You know, it's it's bejeweled with anime waifus. Yeah. When are you playing Factorio then? Ah, <sighs> <sighs> you're not the only one who bothers me about Factorio. <laughs> I wouldn't actually expect you to play it, but it's just there's a, a lot of people who do want me to play it. Um. Oh, well, I guess you're just going to have to play it then. I guess so. At some point, I'll have to play it. I don't know what that... Like, how the hell the game works, but maybe... I can just be super big brain and work this game out. Yeah, it just, like, is just a whole game about logistics. Mm -hmm. it's that like, does not sound fun at all. You'd be surprised, but, like, if you get into it... Like, mm -hmm. I remember the first time I played it... I was like, oh, yeah, this is kind of cool. And I think I played it for, like, six hours straight without realizing. Oh, Jesus. Like, it's just super cool. Um, but, I mean, the first time you build anything, it's probably going to, like, be fucking awful because you won't take into consideration the amount of stuff that you actually are doing. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, you kind of get the hang of it, and it's really cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll, I'll try it out, I guess. I probably won't buy it It's so price. expensive now. Yeah. I, I remember spend... when it used to be like 20 bucks. <laughs> oh, wow, they raised the price, did they? Yeah. Hmm. It'll probably be on Steam sale. Um, I don't know, because I'm pretty sure... I, I might have changed his mind, but I remember... Oh yeah, here you go. It's discount disclaimer. We don't have any plans to take part in a sale or to reduce the price for the foreseeable future. <laughs> really? I, oh. I remember that's like... Because um, like, I, I think I got it when it was in alpha or beta and it was mm. cheaper than... And the guy the guy was like, 
look, it's gonna, this is the cheapest it's going to be. I'm never going to put it on sale, and it's only going to get more expensive from here. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I've never heard a developer make that argument. That's great. Yeah, it's pretty weird, but I mean, it's definitely worth the money though. Because, mm-hmm. like, if it is your kind of game, it's like worth it, and it's really well made. So, mm-hmm. well, there is a free demo there, so I guess that's sort of excusable. Yeah, there you go. You can play the demo. Hmm. <laughs> we'll see if that. Yeah, I don't know. If I enjoy that, then I guess I can play it. Wonder if he discounts the soundtrack, or if it's just. <laughs> Nothing ever gets discounted. The soundtrack is like, I, unless he's changed it, I don't remember anything memorable from the soundtrack, mm-hmm. so I don't know why he'd even want to buy it. But like most game soundtracks are like on Spotify, yeah. or you would be better off buying it directly from the developer, because like, that way they actually get all the money from it, mm-hmm. instead of Steam like nabbing away like 30% or whatever they take. Yeah, that's fair. At least not as bad as uh, YouTube's cut in some cases. Like, Super Chat cut is so, so bad. Is it? I like have 50%. no idea. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. It's awful. Like, whenever... Like, I always tell people in streams, don't send me Super <coughs> Chats. Do it through Streamlabs. It'll be so much cheaper. I will get most of the money. Because Streamlabs... I think they just take, like... I don't think they take any cut, actually. I think they just do whatever the cut for, like, PayPal is. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, no, YouTube is, like, absolutely fucked. Skeezy YouTube. But they're like that with everything. They take massive cuts of the ad... Uh, the, the, like, ad dollars, which I get, that makes sense. Uh, but they'll take massive cuts of memberships. Everything that goes through YouTube, they will take massive cuts from. Yeah. Google being greedy. <laughs> Pretty much. I don't expect anything different from Google, to be honest. Yeah, that is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you simply have to that. Oh, Lord. Fucking Eshay, bah. Eshay. Speaking of, uh, I, this isn't eshay. a segue. I found this Kickstarter. This Kickstarter's kind of cool. Kickstarter for RGB dice. Okay. It's so far past its funding goal. Mm hmm. 25 days to go. Their goal was $257,000 Australian. They're almost at $3 million because nerds love their dice, apparently. Yeah, people collect dice a lot. Yeah, have you ever played any, um, like, tabletop RPGs? No, but I used to play a lot of Magic, and that ah. um, uses lots of dice. That makes sense. Hmm. Uh, that's actually, like, a really cool Kickstarter, though. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how much they're going to sell them for. Uh... Wait. How do you... Okay, so you can't replace the battery, but you charge it with like a sort of like an AirPods charging case by yeah. the looks of it. That's cool. It like has like support to connect through games, like through 
electronic devices. Oh, that's cool. So, like, if you roll it, the number will come up on the thing. That's pretty cool. $10, because you believe in it. <laughs> Where do you actually get the fucking thing? Oh, $36, uh, no, 39 USD, one die. One, that, that's not too bad, to be honest, because have you seen how expensive some of the, like, really expensive dice sets get? Yeah, I have. Um... There we go. One set is 200 USD, which is seven dice. Okay. And the charger and shit. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Okay, the charger as well, that's also going to add some price into it. Um, hmm. I don't remember how much I paid for my dice sets. I think they were like $40? Yeah, something like that. You, you, you frozen in time? Sorry, I'm just like, what? <laughs> I'm just looking through the campaign. It's fucking Oh, okay. Cool. All good. And they're waterproof as well. That's nice. Hmm. Just in case you know you spill your Mountain Dew on it. Yeah. It was like an actually good Kickstarter project. Yeah. It, and this is something that they've already made dice. Basically, the money is funding marketing and production. Yeah. Because they, they have videos of these actually working already. And there's an app for it. They've, By the looks of it, they've already made the app. Also, I guess the, the the money's going into, like, some of the, like, app integration stuff they want to do with, like, other things. Yeah. Yeah, that's... This is, this is a good Kickstarter. Like, the Kickstarters that start with absolutely nothing and then, like, fund everything, those are the ones where usually they they never get past, like, the ground stages. Yeah, I really... Something I really miss is, like when iDubs would make Kickstarter videos, like, mm -hmm. of just shitty Kickstarters. <laughs> uh, I really miss those. They, they were always good fun to watch. Yeah, I feel like a lot of, like, there are some other channels that did those as well, but I think that's sort of, like, fallen out of trend now. Yeah, which is strange, because, like, people still like to talk shit about stuff, so I don't know why they would stop talking shit about Kickstarters. The cool trend now is buying stuff on Fiverr. Heirloom chili pepper subscription boxes. What? That's good. That's a Kickstarter that I found. Send a link to it. What the fuck? Why? Uh, here we go. Uh, wait, what? This is just bizarre. What? At home sweet home grown, we're addicted to making all things spicy and we're thrilled to bring the heat and flavor of the rarest, uh, world's rarest peppers directly from our farm to your door. Wait, so what are you paying for here? Because they've already got a farm by the looks of it. Okay, they're already had a Kickstarter early on, right? What are you kickstarting now? You've made the boxes. You have an existing company. What are you kickstarting? I think 
think just kicks. Like I don't, I don't think it's like, uh, I I don't think it's a subscription box. I think it's just like they do a new Kickstarter every year, and then if you want it, you can do it. I I think. Okay, that's. I've never seen anyone use Kickstarter like that. That would. Make... I haven't either, but that's kind of like a nifty way. Hmm. Because it sort of puts you in the news cycle again, doesn't it? But you can still support the project and not get anything. So, so it's ten dollars US to get three chili peppers. Lovely. Okay, what's their highest tier? Let's find out. Fifteen hundred dollars, and you get a private tour and field day at the farm. Uh. Okay. Okay, okay. They'll give you some baskets and you can take as many peppers as you want. That's that's acceptable. Fifteen hundred dollars, I hope so. What do you what do you send me? The plague that's and a Dr. really weird Dr. graphic novel. Scroll down to where it says a look inside and just like see how fucking strange it looks. <laughs> oh god. Um that's an that's a very specific art style. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm just going to have to back this, obviously. How, much, is, I... how much have they made? They're going to they're gonna hit their goal, probably. This is bizarre. <laughs> okay. That's cool. Hey, I'll, I'll respect you making your own, your own book. That's cool. I don't get it, but it's cool. What is your highest tier? Oh, you've only got... Okay, well, it's, the highest tier is only £120. So that'll give you a complete Doctor Play... A complete Plague Doctor package. The first edition hardback... Uh, an e-book, a bookmark, an A5 book plate, postcard set, A4 art print, an exclusive Dr. Kame enamel pin. Okay. Just gonna get me that enamel pin. Yeah, man. The enamel pin's the most important part. Where's the risks? The book and rewards are ready to go to print. All we need to make happen is your thing. Those aren't really risks, but sure. Wait, risks. Yeah, that's not a risk. I... <laughs> oh, they've already done one before. Okay, so they, they have had a successful Kickstarter. Okay. Yeah. That's I mean, always that's a good, good sign. New independent publisher of graphic novels and illustrated books. Okay. Okay. That's cool. That's acceptable. Um, not kickstarting infinite power like i've seen before i guess i'm just gonna have to like get my book published through this publisher <laughs> maybe you should publish it through kickstarter oh, please no <laughs> let's see i'm trying to find like a really bad one mm -hmm. it's good and new <laughs> yeah i went to like let's go to this is I went to just launched, but... Project near you. Let's see what's near me. Oh, let's go journalism. Oh, nah. 
No, no, no. That's <laughs> we'll go. We'll do games. There's always some fucking garbage game ones. What is this? Oh my god, this is amazing. Why does this is not a? This does not need to be a Kickstarter. And they've made their goal. What the fuck? What is it? <laughs> they've made a. <laughs> They've made an, a, a bit of string with a lanyard attached to it that has a card holder on it. They just went to Officeworks and just bought something. What am I... $500,000. ID card holder system. This already exists. You've made nothing. It, you've literally made nothing and you made $500,000 for it. Hey, at least they can't fail it. I love how they're showing this off as if it's some, like, crazy thing. It's just, like, an extendable lanyard. Built-in privacy feature, because you can spin it around. Also, it reduces the spread of germs. Durable and silent. Oh my god. ID card holder pro. RFID oh. shield. Wear it your way. This the, hidden you can, storage. <laughs> oh my god. This is insane. This is from Melbourne as well. Yeah, this is I I I went um project near me. Hey, well, they're surely going to be able to make it because it, they didn't need to make anything. I'm going to go projects near me as well. Where is... Okay, there it is. Kickstarter. Yeah, okay. I really don't understand that one that you've sent, though. That's, like, actually fucking stupid. Uh, let's see. Leonardo da Vinci drawing tools. I did see that one. In Adelaide. Hell yeah. Wait, can you search? Oh, Someone I can go is selling just some three D printed dart stems. That's cool. They needed two hundred and twenty six dollars. Oh, sorry, they needed two hundred dollars. They got two hundred and twenty six dollars. Okay, that's cool. I guess they wanted to buy a three D printer. <laughs> oh, this is just for some fucking Photoshop and Procreate brushes. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, I don't see anything super bad on here. Embrace the documentary. The documentary that will create global change. Hmm. We are filming in Australia, Canada, and the USA. Next stop, Germany. We need to reach wow. our stretch target. Okay. Hmm. Why yeah, are you showing me Hollow Knight? That's already finished. Wait, what? Oh, the Hollow Knight Kickstarter, because the people that made it are Australian. Ah, yeah, that's actually a good game. I didn't know they were Aussies. That's cool. Yeah, I almost backed that, but, like, I didn't. I, I, I don't really care that I didn't, but I'm mm. just like, damn. That's, like, actually a good... Because I bought it after it came mm. out. I was like, this is actually a fucking wicked game. They're, like... They didn't even make that much money. They only got 57k. 
Wait, really? Yeah. Wow. That's... Uh, that is so sad. One of their stretch goals was being on the PS Vita. That would have been so good if it was. <laughs> Wait, how old was this? This is like from 2015. No, 2014, oh, I think. That's why the Vita's on there. Okay, I was going to say, no one cares about the Vita now. Yeah, Hollow Knight is a great game. Well, their game's done really well, so maybe... It, what's it on right now? Just on... I think it's on... It's on the PS4, I think, as well. And okay. Steam. I think it's on the Switch, too. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, if it wasn't on the Switch already, they with how much money they've made so far, it would definitely get on there. Uh, okay, I found a, a good... Mm. One, uh, pledge goal of $300, so it's like, why oh, yeah? don't you just save up? And then it has one, oh my lord, pledge, it has one tier, a copy of the comic book delivered to your home. That only has two backers, so, and it has eight backers total, so, who... <laughs> Wait, oh, I know what they've done here. Haha. <laughs> I know exactly what they've done here. So they had a couple of backers, but they didn't have enough to actually reach their goal, so they put their own money into it. Yeah, exactly. Oh, this, that's, no, that's, that's looks great. looks awful. This just does not look good. <laughs> I love the art. The art's beautiful. No. <laughs> Piper gets... Okay, no. We're just going to stop looking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're not going to get better. What a shame. At least it's not as bad as Indiegogo. It's still pretty bad, though. Yeah. I, I, don't know. I guess it just depends on like where you're looking on both of those websites. It's Indiegogo like... lets you have perpetual motion machines on there. <clears throat> yeah, true. Kickstarter will at least be like, no, you're, that's that's not a real thing. Stop that. Do not do this. <laughs> uh, well, I want to go make some lunch at some point, because I'm getting kind of hungry. Um, yeah, that's okay. I'm happy to, to wrap it up. Cool. So, uh, for the people who haven't seen you before, where can they find you? Uh, my YouTube channel is Cozhan, C-O-Z-H-A-N, and then everywhere else, I'm just Super Cosman. Yeah, okay, there we go. Bring it up on the screen. Here we go. I think I showed it earlier anyway, but... If you didn't see it then, there's the channel. Yeah. Uh, give a shout-out to a channel. What should people go and watch? Uh, I haven't really been watching anyone, but go watch Northern Lion if you like video games, I guess. <laughs> if you like commentary stuff. Well, not even commentary stuff. Um, fucking, I don't know what it's called. The name rings He's, a bell. He just does, like, Let's Plays, I guess. Mm-hmm. Remember when Let's Play... Back in my day, video game videos were called Let's Plays. Oh, Let's Plays. I still call stuff Let's Plays. I think people still understand it. I remember back in the day when you couldn't monetize those videos. Oh, those were the fun times. Um, As for me, I'm going to say... Check out... 
Uh, check out Iron Mouse's channel because I am a trashy person who likes trashy VTubers. And of Iron course. Mouse is Iron Mouse is at the top of that list. Yeah. Um No, I haven't really watched anything else. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, okay, cool. I'll give actually no, before we do the final words, I will say thank you to my supporters. Uh, where's my list? Uh, that one. So a special thank you to Chris, Joachim, Donald, Michael, Andre, Nathan, David Monster, Will, Brennan, Chico Bento, Jamie, Joseph, Mitchell, uh, Peter D, Stephen, Tony, Tushar, and all of my $2 supporters. If you'd like to go support my work, the link's down in the description to do all of those things. Um, the audio version of this podcast is available basically anywhere. Uh, if you search for the name, you'll find it. The video version is available on Odyssey, YouTube, I think like Facebook and Daily Motion as well, probably. Uh, yeah. I'll give you the final word. What do you want to say? Uh, history is a lie you woke up today. Sure. Yep. Cool. Ended on that. Facts. Facts. True facts. Eyeballs.